0: KXSU
1: LP Seattle. It's time for the Red Hawk Report on 102.1 FM KXSU. And now, here's your host, Russell Brown. Good afternoon, good evening, whatever you want to call it. Welcome into another edition of the Red Hawk Report on Seattle University's student-run radio station, one hundred two point one FM, alongside my partner in crime, Mister Mazvita Mariere Maz, how you feeling today?
2: I'm good. I, I am good this evening. It is officially f- past five. All right, whatever. That, I'm just saying. We're we'll starting with that anyway. And it's evening, so <laughs> feeling good on this kind of. Uh, Sub-chilly day, but just
1: glad to uh, be part of the show, so thanks. Maz giving out our weather report. It is a little bit chilly and gray out there. A normal Seattle evening, I uh, guess is what we're calling this. Uh, but welcome in to another Red Rock Report here. Moz, we're in the double digits. Well, last week we were with number 10, but now we're you know starting to push further. This is episode number 11, believe it or not. 11. Look at us building something here. Oh, uh, wow. We're just looking at our numbers. Right, Going right, well. Right, we're, right. We're, uh, fans, we are officially on iHeartRadio the number one uh, spot for podcasts, already been on Spotify, already been on Google podcast, Amazon, we're on there now as well, so we're growing, Red Hawk Report is growing, I'm trying to get the the good word of Red Hawk athletics to as many ears as possible, so we appreciate you for tuning in and uh, making us your home for Red Hawk news, I guess outside of GoSeoutOu.com. But, uh, yeah, we, we do it with our silky smooth voices instead uh, on the airwaves here of uh, KXSU. At least that's what we tell ourselves. You're
2: smooth
1: and silky. But either way, <laughs> it's
2: an honor to be able just to convey all the great athletic stuff happening, right?
1: 100%. 100%. It's, it was a, another great week. We have another great interview, Jade Lancaster of uh tennis will be joining us in the next segment here to talk about everything she's accomplished already in her young life and uh, everything she continues to build upon and you know a great future she will have as well. We had some uh, big news in Red, Red Hawk Athletics as well. And uh, we'll dive into that now—the news portion of our segment here. We'll get right through that, uh, so we stop rambling here. And, uh, Moz, it was—it was—it an, was another good one, I, I would say. All things considered, another great week in Red Hawk athletics. Uh, a lot of big news. We'll start with uh Sounds
2: like you say that every week.
1: Well, it's great to be a Red Hawk. Go, go Red Hawks. Fair enough. It's great to be okay. a Red Hawk. Every all week's right. a great I'm, week when okay. you're wearing the red and black, right? Yeah. Um, but yeah. it's even better when a Red Hawk report alumni. Does something amazing. And we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit later. But Nathan ooh, Cogswell ooh. claims a medalist honor at WAC Championships. Nathan was on a, a couple episodes ago. He was on the Red Hawk Report. Great interview there. Uh, his three round total of nine under 207 got him that award. First Red Hawk ever, ever. So in the history of Red Hawk athletics, he's the first to ever claim that. Not only that, he punched his ticket to the NCAA Regional with selection show set for this Wednesday. Uh, so uh, Nathan, doing big things uh, on the uh, course So congratulations Nathan, he was also named uh, Whack Golfer of the Week if I'm not mistaken um, So, I mean, just big, big things from Nathan And that let's, let's throw Nestor Herman, who was on here He has gotten two wins since being on the Red Hawk Report Trish Jocelyn, I won't break your news, that's your side yeah, She's doing yeah, big things yeah. So, I mean, come on the Red Hawk report, folks, and you know, it's not the Madden curse. You know, the cover of Madden you have a bad year the next year. This is the opposite. Come on, the Red Hawk report, boost those stats. Yeah, listen up and uh So you wanna talk about Trish? You wanna talk about track over there? Uh sure. I mean who wouldn't want to talk
2: about the SU track? I mean what they set three records at the uh yeah. Oregon State uh high performance meet so uh, going to your point Trish Jocelyn set a school record in the 100 meters for second time this season yeah 11.88 and then uh, Lucas Milner set a school record in the 110 hurdles for the second consecutive week and that time was 15.27 and Gus Aquil set the record in the 300 meter steep 3,000 3,000 it threw me off too you know the meters and the meters and the meters, but three—it's interesting because I was thinking the three thousand meter steeplechase is—it's uh, it, it, you—you yeah, have I had to do reflect, the check,
1: yeah.
2: I mean, you know, it's long and you have to really have long strides and pace yourself, and that's what makes that steeplechase such a unique event. They all are, but that one you need both kind of balance, speed, yeah. stamina, and pace. So, anyways, getting back there. Congratulations. Oh. One more, and then uh, Cameron Coleman, Carly Nance, and he's
1: going to steal my softball, Rita. Go oh, ahead,
2: I'll finish it. Go off, ahead, go ahead, I go mean, whatever, ahead. man.
1: You're no, just, you, you know, Thief w- in the Night. Man. Well, man. what Come I was on. trying
2: to sneak in there was that was the you result have- of the men's four x one hundred relay. That's where I went with Noah Payne, Tom Topnika, Brent Yama- Yamamoto, and Isaiah Payne. They claimed the first place overall with a time
1: of forty two point five two. <laughs> Yeah, hey man, you like talking about track. Don't leave the ball and bat You uh-uh. to me. Yeah, you i know see what? how it is. There's
2: such there's such an abundance of good news. <laughs> Share the wealth. Yeah, go you, ahead. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll right. let you go. Fine.
1: All right. Go um so, as Ma's alluded to, Cameron Coleman, Carly Dance, <laughs> and Hannah Sasaki played their last game at Logan Field. Their great careers here with SU. Uh they took two of three against Utah Valley. They needed that one. You know, they had a couple of tough series in a row. They had that long streak you and I talked about. Uh, unbeaten, I believe sixteen off the top of my head, straight wax series. They, mm-hmm. you know, they were tripped up in the past few series. They needed this. They needed a good series at home. They needed to celebrate these seniors who have done so much for the program. Nance is now fourth in home runs all time and needs just one win. So on the in the circle, needs just one more win to tie Andy Larkins for second all time. So you want know, to talk about a great career? You want to wow. be in the top? forget top five already there top two is amazing uh i would assume you know they say about assuming but i would assume she's gonna get there just based on how dominant of a player she is so we will do the the nance tracker nance also was named whack pitcher of the week that was breaking right when the script was being typed she's whack pitcher of the week that's the fourth time she has been pitcher of the week fifth time she's been player of the week remember she was uh player of the week couple weeks ago and we talked about mm-hmm. so she's been four mm-hmm. times a pitcher one time quote-unquote batter so now i mean again greatness right there first to do that in a season she's the first player to ever get a pitcher and player or batter i should say of the week in a season second in red hawk history to do both accomplishments i mean so it's pretty good to do it in one season never done been done before second all time to get both awards in your career. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what else we can say about I mean, we've talked about Nance plenty on this show, but it, she just continues to amaze everybody. So congratulations again to uh, Cameron, Huge Carly, and Hannah.
2: That, I mean, that's really... The only thing you can point to is uh, the one guy for the Angels who's doing it right now, batting and pitching. I mean, to be able to do that, Show Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Gar-
2: so he's Carly's got been doing show- it longer.
1: Shohei has been around for just a couple years. Uh, so Carly's right. been doing it for. This is, this is the Carly Show. This is the Carly Show. This is the Carly Show. How incredible! So uh, again, congratulations to uh, softball. Big job getting the win, the series win over over excuse me Utah Valley. Um, and other news, which is kind of national news, I would say. Here's your tease. Um, Drum roll. L- a little bit of national news. news uh, excuse me. and It's Seattle U adds Red Hawk Exchange. So you may be asking, unless you've already read the article on the site, what is Red Hawk Exchange? Well, if you've heard of NIL, which is name, image, and likeness, which is allowed for college athletes to profit on their name, image, and likeness, mm-hmm. Whether, you know, it's working with a local car dealership or, you know, anything like that helps, you know, they partner with things like Adidas is setting up something where they, you know, players can profit from. So it is a big deal and it, it was a long time coming that a lot of fans, a lot of student athletes were clamoring for that universities can promote their players, but they can't profit on their own name, image, and likeness when they're in school. So that passed uh, I believe a couple years ago. It was a couple years ago. So it's been ago. a big development Absolutely. now. Yep, you know, yep. it's the tr- transfer portal has now caused you know some things to go in with NIL as well. But the Red Hawks, you know, getting ahead of the curve, which is what we do here at this university. Uh, it's come out with the Red Hawk Exchange, which is going to be a platform that gives athletes the ability to connect with local businesses, donors, alumni, and other interested parties on name, image, and likeness. Wow! So it's going to give them that platform to. It's so much easier to connect with a business when you have that platform rather than going door-to-door knocking, you know, or whatever the other way would be. Uh, it's in partnership with Influencer, which is a website that helps players promote themselves, you know, get their image out there. It's it's an NIL um, affiliation type of situation to help them get that out there. A leading athlete brand building, an NIL business app, as we said. The Red Hawk Exchange allows for registered businesses to search, filter, and initiate the conversation with Seattle U student-athletes to discuss an NIL deal. Now, Mazin, uh, you and I have been covering sports for quite some time. We're deeply invested in sports. This is a big deal. This is huge. It allows not only that, but it, if you're looking at universities to go to and you know NIL is something you're interested in, bam, right there. Front page of Go Seattle U, you see an opportunity to work in a major city, one of the biggest markets in America, be able to come here, not only be a top athlete, get an amazing education, but also use something like the Red Hawk Exchange in order to build your NIL. And whether you go professional, whether you, you know, whatever your next step is after Seattle U, athletics is going to set you up to build your brand essentially so I mean this is huge yeah and and really what
2: you know people should understand is this isn't about being greedy right it's about sustainability Mm -hmm. you know and this covers you know some of those holes that the scholarships might not fully cover in anything else because that's why the NCAA uh, college landscape have continued to evolve? You know, when you remember when partial scholarships and players, you know, had to had to work, and then of course there was you know equality, and you know, okay, so now it's equality, but now. How good can that equality be? And this is part of the nil is about because the NCAA through the TV contracts, we're not gonna name them the big bad, whatever evil empire. But they, you know, they are they are compensated, and these amazing college athletes, you know, studying and scholarships are looking at a way to sustain. While they're in college and afterwards, to your point, Russell, in terms of creating partnerships and you know leapfrog into the business world,
1: athletic director Shani Fink. Uh, also, I had a quote in the article saying the addition to our NIL program, which is SOAR, which is the NIL program that Seattle University previously had. So this is She's our favorite, one of that. our favorites, you know. Yep. Right. Yeah, Greatly yeah. increases NIL and career opportunities for student athletes while enhancing relationships with supporters in the local business. I mean, it's just... It's such a great opportunity for anybody who doesn't understand NIL. I we don't have enough time to you know go deep into it, but please look it up. It, it is a great opportunity for these student athletes, not only to get a great great education, but as you said, build a brand. And sometimes that's that's a part of being an athlete and it's a part of you know just being yourself. You know, and being able to profit off if you're working hard and you feel like you know your face can sell. Moz and I have faces for radio rather than, <laughs> but, but the people that are out there, you know, it's just a great opportunity. And, uh, this is just another example of how this university is innovative and continues to uh, be ahead of the curve rather than being behind it. So Congratulations to the university and obviously uh this is gonna be big going forward
2: and to jump in real quickly i think like you said also the businesses right in this university is about community so now you're bringing the community the businesses Mm -hmm. the athletes together and 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 that's what sports and all of this is about it's about the community a
1: hundred percent well we will take a break now uh talking long enough we'll get jade lancaster Come on, the Red Hawk Report here, and we'll uh, be right back. Quick word from our commercial partners. You're listening to the Red Hawk Report on Seattle University Student Run Radio Station 102.1 FM KXSU. This broadcast is brought to you in part by Seattle Children's. Seattle Children's has been named one of the best children's hospitals in the nation by U.S. News and World Report. Hope, care, care. Seattle Children's. Georgetown Brewing is a proud sponsor of Red Hawk Men's Basketball. Georgetown Brewing Company is an independently owned Seattle craft brewery and the maker of Manny's Pale Ale. Information about their tasting room, kegs, growlers, and cans to go can be found on their website, georgetownbeer.com. Red Hawk Men's Basketball is sponsored in part by Alaska Airlines. Alaska Airlines is now offering enhanced cleaning measures and mass requirements on all flights. More information is available at alaskaair.com. Swedish is proud to support Seattle U's athletic department and its students. Swedish offers programs such as charity care, research, community health and education. More information is available at Swedish.org. to another episode of the Red Hawk Report here on KSSU 102.1. We're joined by Jade Lancaster of Women's Tennis. Jade, thanks for joining the Red Hawk.
0: Yes, thank you so much for having me today. Of
1: course. Well, let's get right to the fact. What got you into tennis?
0: Um, Actually, so my oldest sister, Jessica, played in high school. And I was always, you know, involved in soccer. I tried out basketball. I played softball in middle school. All these different things. And she was like maybe you should try out tennis. And there was um, a tennis camp during the summer. I was about 11 and she, I didn't think I would like it to be honest. I was like, it's a individual sport. I don't think I'm going to enjoy it. And then I got out there and, you know, being an 11 year old, when you actually are good at something, you're like, (laughs) wow. And so I had a knack for it right off the bat. And then it just progressed from there. So
1: that's awesome. And you did have a great historic almost career at Sumner, you know, being a Spartan. Um, what, what was it like having such a great career? Is there something that really stood out while you were in high school?
0: Um, I mean, obviously, I did win two state championships, which was a really big deal. I feel like I was driven my oldest, my other sister, Brooke, also won two state championships in soccer. So I think there was a little bit of, you know, sibling rivalry yeah. there. I wanted to do well. But Um, A lot of people don't know that tennis is just a very individual sport prior to even high school tennis. That's the first time that there's really a team aspect. And so coming in, I really didn't have any expectations. I wanted to mainly focus, you know, on that team aspect and doing well and really contributing to them. But then when you get to the state championship, it's, you know, just on you. And so that's kind of what in a way prepared me for college tennis, because even though we're on a team, it's you know just you're like you're just the one out on the court it's all kind of even though it shouldn't just be up to you but it is you have a huge contribution to the team and so it was it was a really you know exciting time that happened in my life and I'll always remember it forever so
1: talking about your sister who won two state titles she went on to play at SPU I believe right your dad was a football player (laughs) do you think coming from a family of athletes really helped you develop as an athlete yourself
0: yes very much so I, I grew up around you know sports my entire life we were always out playing in the backyard and we had you know um, an elementary school that was right near our house we'd go up and play wiffle ball or we would you know I would go and kick around the soccer ball with my sister and just seeing all the like time and effort that she put into her sport and then hearing about my dad's experiences and then um, it just really pushed me to want to be good at something and just spend my time focused on a sport Um, and so yeah definitely they pushed me in that aspect and I will forever be grateful for that
1: you were only a rock star on the tennis court you were also a rock star in the classroom valedictorian you I believe graduated also with your associates degree yeah. so yeah. What, what is it different from what pushed you in the classroom what pushed pushed you as an athlete or you know what kind of drove you to be you know the student you were
0: I think um, just in general my parents always encouraged us to do our best um, Yes, they were difficult, and they wanted us to do well in school. They really like um, ingrained that in our brains. But I think it was more just doing your best, and then they really showed that when you put in the time and effort, the results will show. And I just think that that really, like in a way, it proves like how I became valedictorian. And I did Running Start primarily because I was like, wow, I you know can kind of yep. kill two birds with one stone. Um, but definitely, they pushed me just as just as hard in academics as they did in sports. And so they always said, it'll keep you out of trouble. know But yes, so they did. And I'm, again, we'll be grateful for that as
1: well. So once your high school career was over, what was the driving factor that got you to Seattle University, staying home and all that?
0: I am very much a homebody. I wanted, I was looking at other schools. There was definitely, there was some in Texas. I was like, that is my dad's from Texas, and he's like, "Yeah, go go!" And I was like, ah, "It's too far from home." Um, but and I was really drawn to the fact that Seattle used such a tight knit university. Um, I didn't want to go to a big school. I really enjoy those close relationships with professors. I just excel in that in the classroom as well. Um, and then also, I was really driven to the team. Um, I really liked all the girls that were on the team and. Coming here on my like unofficial visit, I really saw that, and I saw um how they were with the coach and how they were with each other. And it just, I immediately knew, you know, being close to home that was a huge aspect that I wanted to have, but also just the camaraderie and what they had as a team really wanted like drove me to go here as well.
1: So. And continuing your education, finance major, I believe. What <laughs> yeah. what made you get into finance of all things?
0: Um. Honestly, I don't, I don't know. I I honestly don't know. Um, I didn't know necessarily what I wanted to do. There's people, you know, immediately when they're in high school, they know what they want to do. My sister, she was like, I'm going to be a doctor. And I was like, okay, that's not for me. Um, She knew that she wanted to do that. My other sister I felt more comfortable talking, you know, to her about it because she was like, I have no idea. She changed her major around and I was undeclared for a while and then I took a couple finance classes and I was like, okay, you know, I'm I understand what's going on. I am pretty good at this. And so I was like, okay, let's just go with this and then see how it goes, and then actually come to find out I do enjoy it and I understand all like the financial aspects of things mm-hmm. now, and I think it's a really important thing to understand in life. And so I don't know if I'll pursue it necessarily for the rest of my life, but right after college, yes, definitely. Right. So
1: I wish I understood finance more. So yeah. maybe I'll have to reach out to you <laughs> yeah, and <feel> things.
0: Free. <laughs> um,
1: uh, but going off, you said earlier in your recruitment that the professors really stood out to you. Do you have a professor that has stood out, or even a class that stood out so far since you've been here?
0: Um, definitely, Professor Bohan. He I have had him for three finance classes now, and he's a really just quirky guy, um, and but he makes it fun. But he also is a really wonderful teacher. He makes sure that not only is he teaching in a way that you understand, you know, so many different people learn in different ways, and so he really incorporated that into his classes. I'm currently in an entrepreneurial finance class um, right now with him, and it's really interesting. We get all these guest speakers to come in that have, you know, started um, with startup companies and showing how they did all the financials with that and to incorporate, incorporate different loans and just... It's really an interesting class and I think it'll help, you know, in my finance financial career after I graduate. So,
1: going back on the tennis court, has there been a memory or something that stood out to you since you've been a Red Hawk?
0: Um, actually recently. So, last week we finished our season, unfor- like unfortunately, but it was a truly bittersweet moment. Um, we made it to the WAC finals, so we made history here at Seattle U, which was wonderful. I'm really proud of my entire team. They It was very tough conditions. We were playing in Texas, not used to the heat, not used to the humidity. There were times when, you know, there was two-and-a-half, three-hour matches going on, and they really pushed through, and we all contributed as a team in doubles and in singles. Um, So I think that really was one of the best moments to finish. And it was tough not making it to the NCAAs and winning, but just to be there with them. And we actually had an unfortunate moment where we missed our flight, or not, or just kidding, our flight got canceled. And so we had to stay an extra <laughs> night in Houston. But just to have that true, like, vulnerable mo- vulnerable moment with your team when there's five seniors and four freshmen um, and just knowing that we made those relationships and that hopefully, you know, they're going to last after we graduate but it was it was probably the most memorable moment at well, seattle u i so. know you guys
1: captured all the attention everybody on campus everybody was talking about you guys' historic yep. run and mm-hmm. first time ever they made the final so again congratulations thank you um a couple more questions but yeah. when it comes to tennis what gets you what's your game day routine what gets you you know ready from the start to finish you know what kind of gets you through the day and ready for a tennis match
0: um that's tough. I don't I really had a routine when I was younger. So it was different. I would always, you know, eat a specific breakfast. I didn't like to eat that much before I played. I would go out on my own and jump rope and then do sprints to warm up and then hit a little bit and then go out and play our matches, but now in college it's just completely different and we get in this routine that we do every single time so i mean before i still do the same thing i don't really eat that much which is (laughs) probably not good for those you know three hour (laughs) matches i'm like hit a wall at some point but um yeah so we go out and we do the same warm-up every single day so we don't change anything and so just to get that going i think I always get nervous before matches, and I think it's a good thing, because if you're not nervous, then in a way, you don't care. Um, so I would always get nervous, but just having that exact warm-up and knowing what we're going to do kind of calm me down a little bit, and then I would always, like even before getting there, I would just put my AirPods in, just listen to music, kind of drown everything out. Um, especially this year, I focused on doing that more. I suffered an ACL injury last year, and so coming back from that, I was just a little bit nervous. Um, I wanted to contribute to the team. I wanted to do well. And so with that, I kind of just focused more on that it doesn't matter, like, the outcome as long as, you know, again, like, do your best. And so just with that focusing, you know, then it it helped. But no major routines. I know people are – there's some people on my team that are superstitious. superstitious. They, you know, have to line (laughs) their water bottles up perfectly. (laughs) They have to lay their towel down. Yeah, I'm not – not too not, not okay yeah. okay cool cool
1: <laughs> going on that route of your teammates is there one that stands out like if you had to say hey what well, my funniest teammate is who do you think oh
0: Jillian be? Rasmussen
1: <laughs> okay hundred percent laugh
0: <laughs> she um she is just the she's I mean everyone on our team is wonderful um but I can always count on her just to pick me up make me laugh um she always has the funniest jokes she will say the most random things on the tennis court and it's kind of nice because you know when you're playing in these matches and you're just tuned in sometimes tennis is a very mental sport and you know you miss a shot and you're just like oh my gosh and you're just, in your head there's major points like when you're playing a deuce point and you know that's what decides that game and then if i'm playing next to Jill and i hear her say like something crazy <laughs> or funny it's just it makes me come back to reality that it doesn't matter you know what happens right. in a way yes we want to win yes we're trying our best but in the end it's not going to be a life or death situation. So yeah, right. definitely
1: <laughs> final question before we get you out of here. Mm-hmm. If you had an opportunity to tell younger Jade something and tell her, you know, something to look forward to, or anything like that, what would you tell your younger self?
0: Um, I think that everything happens for a reason. I have faced a lot of as- adversity, I think in my college years. And I think that again, when I was younger, I just thought tennis, tennis, tennis and school. mom and dad in school (laughs) yeah mom and dad (laughs) but but um again it's what happens in the future is not going to be what happens on the tennis court and so I just think recognizing that there's so many different things that can happen like in your time just whenever not just in college um is really important to see and that I would just always I would tell if I could just look at my younger self just be like don't worry like it'll all work out and so Again, I've you know, faced a lot of adversity, but I'm really excited for you know, the new chapter to begin and see where my life goes. So,
1: yeah. Well, we appreciate it, Jade, for uh, stepping on the Thank Red you. Hawk Report here and uh, hope to see you continue to succeed, especially in finance. Again, I'm yes, going to talk to you if yeah, I need some help. Good. All right. Thank Again, you very uh, much. Jade Lancaster of Women's Tennis. Thank you.
0: This broadcast is made possible in part by Copiers Northwest. For over 30 years, Copiers Northwest has been offering multifunction copier, printer, and software solutions for businesses and organizations in the Northwest.
1: Swedish is proud to support Seattle U's athletic department and its students. Swedish offers programs such as charity care, research, community health, and education. More information is available at Swedish.org. This broadcast is made possible in part by Coke Zero, a proud supporter of Red Hawk men's basketball. Coke Zero has zero sugar and no calories. Coke Zero is available in stores now. Coke Zero, a proud partner of Seattle University Athletics.
0: Tequila Kasim, men's goalkeeper for Seattle U, and you listen to the Red Hawk Report.
1: For uh, coming on the Red Hawk report and chatting up with the. Well, I guess it's just me there, Ma's, but uh, we appreciated Jade and a highly, highly intelligent individual, as you heard in the interview. Graduated high school as a valedictorian at Sumner, also graduated with her associate's degree at the same time um, from, I believe, Pierce College. Um, so <laughs> How do you do that? Brilliant. Hard work. Hard work. Um, overtime not by being lazy not by you know losing discipline i'll tell you that much uh, it was a great time to chat with jade the adversity she's gone through uh you know the office the entry she suffered last year the bounce back the historic run they just went on first ever time first time ever i should say that they made the uh tournament the the championship game in uh whack tennis so uh, again uh, great time chatting with jade another great athlete we've had on here everyone's had a great story to tell and you know it's fun to see the background of all these athletes and what they go through and that was the purpose of creating the show moz was to get their voices because sometimes when you show up to the match the tennis match the the basketball game to the you know the soccer match the the softball game it you don't you see a player and you think wow they're amazing but then you just that's just the surface you just see them performing on the field they do so much behind the scenes and so happy we get to promote that here so uh again thank you jade for coming on congratulations to women's tennis you great run as i said everybody on campus captivated i was like wow they continue. <laughs> a lot of upsets in whack tennis and they keep going so again thank you jade for coming on congratulations to uh women's tennis and another great interview unfortunately for Jade, we can't c- keep the uh you know the success rate going of our athletes of you know they're having big performances after because the season's over Jade, but uh, still, maybe, maybe it's because up here we knew she was coming on. And that's why they made the run. That's right. So we can take credit for that. No, but, <laughs> but it's a practice. You know, we're not taking any credit for the amazing no. work they did. But uh, no, they, how they, could
2: we? But, but to your to your point, I mean, well, we take credit for just being a
1: platform, yeah,
2: the exactly. conduit to. Yes. Uh, yes. Like to your point, I mean the. the the repetition, the practices, you know, yep. they, they, when you talk about tennis, right? How many balls do you have to hit with the forehand and, you know, how many balls do you have to practice yep. overhand serving? I seen
1: them out there every, uh, parked by the tennis courts almost every day. You know, it's just, they're out there every day and it's, they're working and,
2: oh, and the, you know, oh, by the way, yeah. got to
1: go to class. Yeah. And they go to class and graduate high school as a valedictorian and, be, you know, <laughs> and get your man. assumptions degree. You know, I was just, I was. Busy sh- trying to show up to class on time, let alone, you know, getting a college degree while I was still in high school, be the top of my class. I think she was athlete of the year like three times or player of the year through tennis at Sumner three times. I mean, it's just, the it mental, blows my mind. Mental. What these student athletes are able to balance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well,
2: kudos to just being a complete human being on and off the
1: court
2: yeah. or
1: wherever it is, whether, you know, and if Jade, if you were listening, I, I am going to hit you up about that the finance help. <laughs> just say you know you're in finance. She said she could do it, so I just to make sure you know she can balance the Red Hawk report books or something. I don't know. You're not That's good with numbers. Better than me. I, I'm good with stats. Uh, <laughs> let's leave it at that. I, I can. If you're shooting something, I can figure out your percentage real fast. But, you know, you write it down and make it a test. And then it's like, oh, these numbers. Anyway. Experts like Jade. Experts. Yes. Experts. Experts experts, Experts, for um, you. What we pretend to be on radio. Experts. Um, But uh, there is some action going on this week as we uh, go to our next segment. Not a lot. It's kind of a weird. Another one of those down weeks, as we said. You know, uh, we're getting towards the end of the 2022 Season, You think about it. Mm. Fall sports are not too far away now. You have that summer break, but these sports are starting to wind down. Championships are going on. Tracks, championships coming up. Little hint towards our next episode, just saying. Uh, Baseball, softball getting ready for their tournaments. It's starting to wind down. Talked about tennis. They just finished theirs. Golf just finished theirs. And now Cogswell represent the red and black. Going to go NCAA regional. But starting to wind down. So you're starting to see these longer breaks. Nothing going on today except for the Red Hawk report. Big O Nada. Tuesday, Nada. Wednesday is the selection. Remember for Nathan Cogswell, so be sure to tune in for that. Thursday, baseball will kick off a series after they just got done with a impressive three game set. Set, no, probably not the best word. Beat Washington. Seattle is red. At Washington, then, as in the Huskies. No, yeah, that's right. Beat the Huskies at whose house is it? It's Red Hawk House. They were know, guests they over there, weren't they? Took them down. Yeah, they were guests at our field. Things a little. A little let me say, The lost the season was in extra innings. I'm gonna, okay. Anyway, okay. Red Hawks okay. dominating that one. Turn around, mm. I five rivals down. Portland Pilots beat them in both games, back-to-back. Back. Both the Pilots and the Huskies beat the Red Hawks earlier in the season. So you want to talk about a team that's grown. Look at oh, yeah, head they coach Donnie Harrell's squad. <laughs> they're out of come control. Back, come back, and they took care of and a little bit of a chip on their shoulder. I'll tell you that. y'all out of control? Baseball, so, you guys out of control. Yep. Yeah, so they yeah, had a yeah, big three straight games. Again, they're trying to battle for that final spot. And they actually can leap and get a better seed, depending on how this season unfolds down uh, when they go to Mesa uh, Mesa down there in Arizona and play in the WAC tournament. So they they have a lot to play for, and they're, I think, starting to get towards that peak at the right time. It's the most dangerous team. The most dangerous team is the team that has the chip on their shoulder and feels disrespected, and right now that baseball team's playing their best baseball. Going into Nestor Hermann, he came out of the bullpen to get his first win, not at his normal spot. Great performance. Okay. Then... Comes back, starts again against Portland. Great start. Commitment. I I believe only two earned runs because it was a home run. One guy reached on the air. Only gave up two earned runs, I believe, in like seven innings. So, I mean, they are finding themselves at the right time. Aiden Welch has been big. He hasn't started all season. Finally starts. He had six RBIs in the two games combined against Portland. I mean, he's just been hitting the ball in big spots. So, this team... Can't praise them enough. Doing an amazing job representing the university, and they—they're uh, being again, bullies. They're, they're, they're being bullies, but I'll tell you, you know, good, good, yeah. good. So they're stepping up. They are in St. George this weekend as they take on Dixie State in a three-game series. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Thursday's game is at five p.m. as them and the Trailblazers square off. Trailblazers is one of those teams that still cannot qualify for the uh, postseason Damn because again. they're still making that transition. Um, So they kind of leapfrog them when the standings are when season's over. They kind of leapfrog them. I'm sure as you guys can understand. Um, Friday softball doubleheader. Everybody's in Saint George. We talked about how everybody's always in California, Moz. Everybody's in Saint George, Utah. It's the hot spot right now. As softball will be down there, they'll play a doubleheader on Friday, 1 p.m. and roughly 3 p.m. for those two games. Baseball's second game against Dixie State is at 5 p.m. So a lot of action going down in Utah. Saturday, Women's Row at the Windermere Cup on Lake Washington. The Cup? I will right? be there right Windermere? there at the Windermere uh, Cup. Prestigious? So I will be there. W- prestigious. Wow. So if you're do not okay. doing anything, Moz
2: what's going man? Uh, I'm going to be out of town. Hello. Okay, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I know, I know, I know. Right, a well,
1: I okay. need tune in or something. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so Women's Row will be I'll at the listen. Windermere Cup. Big time there Saturday. If you can come out, please do. That's historical. Baseball finishes up the series at eleven a.m. against Dixie State, and then softball at eleven a.m. will finish up their series, and then Sunday, nothing. So it's not that much going on on the seventh day, right? On the on the on seventh, seventh day, day. they said let the Red Hawks rest. Yeah, and that's what yeah, they will do. Let them rest. And Seattle University is bumping right now, but with minimal games, <laughs> so we'll just call it like that. But you know, well, the ones
2: that are on
1: are are heating up, are to be seen. You know, it's, you know it's, must it's, see. Yes, must see entertainment. It, it's 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 not, not do or die time, but it, it's it's crunch time right now for these sports. And I'm telling you, they're cranking it up. As I said, soft. We we kind of glanced over that. Softball has a chip on their shoulder too. They had their series. I mean, they came in as the top dogs. They've had some injury. This don't think that you know their their loss of quote unquote form is anything other than you know. They got a little banged up, as most teams do in the middle of the season. Yeah, this is still a team. I would, you know, I'd take every day. Not just because I'm currently wearing a Seattle U polo, but because you know this is a team. And the jacket, but go ahead. Team with Carly Nance. I got my. They can get hot. Softball is another sport. You get a pitcher that's hot. Good luck. You know, just as much as baseball. You know, good luck if you just get a team going hot at the right moment. Those baseball and softball are sports that you just need to be. In the mood at the moment, like you have to be feeling it, you can get hot, and yeah, I you get a couple hitters, that. you get a couple, couple hitters, hitters. Or you get a, a couple good uh starts from your pitchers, like you said, yeah, Do that bullpen yeah. that comes in and shuts it down. So, definitely, definitely a good run coming up from softball and baseball. We'll see how those unfold as uh they continue their season. And you know it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting, but uh, we'll continue to have great coverage of uh, both those sports and every other sport. Track, Seattle University hosting the WAC Championships coming up, so it does it, going to be fun. It's going to be over at uh, the University of Washington, big time. Um, yeah, big time. Mm-hmm. Track too. You know we're going to have a special. Uh, I guess I'll I'll break the news here. Special edition. We're going to have a whack track special, much like we had a basketball special. One hour show covering oh, track. Wow. So it will be a fun time. Unfortunately, I'll be out of town. I know you're hyped about track, but uh, I guess I'm flying solo on that one. Wow well, I'm Sorry, trying man. to
2: loosen in. Hey wow You Sorry. know what
1: You want to call in
2: Yeah you <laughs> got try. Any chance to promote
1: Such a big event
2: Love me some track and field Especially yes. Red Hot You see I
1: got my red Let's Yeah go, I see your red, you red man You have a Yankee hat on But we'll ignore that You yeah, got the red on this, I like it uh, It's the only <laughs> thing
2: I can find On the way out Oh yeah But yeah. all these records You know go back to the track Yeah you know, to, to this hour long like, How fun would that be Look at all the personal best That just happened over here At the Oregon State Wow Wow Wow, wow. Y'all get ready. This is going to be a big, big event. All these uh, activities are going, on, especially towards the end. Yep. And, and a testament just to the SU athletics, just the determination, getting better to overcome. Are y'all something else? This is
1: really, I mean, it's uh, well, it's what I mean, makes I think Seattle if Athletics. If you want to look at anything, look at women's t- tennis. Mm. First title game, program history. No one thought. No one preseason they made it happen i mean when it comes down to it it depends on whether you make it happen or not and they did jay did the rest of the team did that's all that matters so throw away the uh you know the records once it gets to tournament time buckle up because the redhawks are coming and uh you know maz and i are behind them and the entire campus is behind them so uh, let's go get them redhawks but uh that will conclude our episode is uh number 11 down folks 11 thank you oh man and when we started i mean think about it, that's a that's 11 weeks mm. that's 11 mm. weeks of uh, red hawk Two. report i think that's about i think at least seven with maz you know as the co-host so we appreciate you maz hopping on the red hawk report with your insight you know mr Bless alumni Moz so uh no really folks we we really do appreciate as it continues to grow it's because of you guys so thank you for tuning in uh we really do appreciate it and again remember this is all about the athletes and getting their voices heard and um that's our job we're just the messengers to make sure that these uh amazing student athletes get to get the recognition they uh, so rightfully deserve so every time you tune in you're just helping them and we truly truly appreciate that uh but until next week We're going to be signing off for Maz and myself, Russell Brown. Thank you for tuning in to the Red Ock Report. We will see you uh, on the other side for Whack Track over at University of Washington. We are hosting a special edition episode coming out next week. Until then, have a safe week. Have a dry week as the rain continues to fall. And go Red Oc. See you next time.